everyone. This is Maria Pesson, the host and founder of For Women Over 50, a podcast that was started to talk to women around the world who are entering their second act and want to have their second act be their best act. We'll be interviewing people around the world, regular women like you and me, who want to have an active, vibrant second act. And here today, we will be interviewing Sherry Kunis, an author who I know for many years, who writes beautiful books about home building. So Sherry, welcome to our show. I am excited to have you here. We know each other a long time. In fact, we used to work together in the fashion industry years ago, but you took a different path. You left the industry and started something new. So give us your background. Tell us about yourself and what made you go on this path. Hi, good morning, Maria. Yes, um, I, I've taken several paths in my life to try to uh, figure things out that's that are going to make me happy. Um, <clears throat> I graduated with a degree in um, speech pathology as a young person and couldn't get a job, worked in the fashion field successfully. And when I had my children, I um, was having trouble after I left the industry getting back into the industry. So I decided when I was building my house for my family, during that time period that I was gonna write a book for all those people that had the problems that I had in navigating a new construction. And it was a totally new venture for me. I really was totally unprepared for what I was going to have to do. But I took a lot of steps prior to getting my first book published. And, um, and here I am several years later uh, with working on my 10th book. Wow, 10 books. So your books are quite beautiful. I mean, I know all your books and they're very beautiful to look at, both the actual hardcover and gorgeousness of the construction, but also the pictures that are inside. There's some magnificent, 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 excuse me, photos of um, houses around the world that are just spectacular. So have you enjoyed this change? Do you feel like you found the right path for you after having two other careers? Uh, yes, actually, I enjoyed this, uh, this part of my life. Um, this came at a time that was um, my children were young. I had my children when I was a little bit older. So um, this came at a good time when I could actually participate with my children in their activities and uh, go to school and be there for them and also have a career. So that really worked out. But the truth of the matter is that I enjoyed each one of the careers that I had. I loved being a speech therapist and working in New York City. And I really enjoyed my work in the apparel industry. It was very um, interesting and creative. and for this time in my life, this is a, a really good career and it's led me to be able to do other things like speaking and consulting and uh, doing some journalism. So yes, this is a really good time and um, a, a good career for me. 
perfect. So I'm glad that's exciting that you've had several careers that you've enjoyed. So it's not like you're escaping from a career. It's more like each one was a different path that you wanted to explore. Would you mm -hmm. say that's pretty correct? Yeah, well, what happens is I think is that um, the doors close and on one career. Um, when I graduated from Columbia, when I first started at Columbia, there were lots of speech pathology jobs. When I graduated, it was very limited. And I worked briefly, but kept getting accessed by New York City. So that door closed, but I found another door open. So sometimes you're forced into finding a new career path and and it becomes a very positive one. So you never know. I actually, when I left the apparel industry to build my house and spend a little more time with my children, when I tried to get back, it was very difficult. And so when that door closed on me again, I opened another door. So I, I think that it's never um, a done deal. I think you can always find another career and do something that is going to be rewarding. That's perfect. I'm really glad that you brought that up. You know, a lot of women reach a certain point in their lives where they're tired of what they're doing or they don't feel as valued in what they're doing. I know for myself, that was the case. I started my new business when I was 57 because I found that even though I was very successful in what I was doing before, the jobs kind of dried up you know people didn't want to hire someone in the fashion industry at my age but they love consultants in the fashion industry at my age so that worked out perfectly so i think that that's a great point that you make do you mind if i ask how old you are sherry i am now 71. so you are a perfect example of what women our age can accomplish mm -hmm. it's not you know it's not that we're irrelevant, which sometimes people think, you know, we joke you and I about how our kids think, you know, we're passe and we're not relevant. But the truth of the matter is we are much more relevant than they realize that we are. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. What do you attribute your success in writing your books and selling them? I mean, you've written and published 10 books with major publishing um, agencies and you've sold a lot of books. So what do you attribute that to? I think it's total tenacity. Um, when I wrote my first book, um, it was very difficult. You need to have a platform before you can get a book published. And I was just around 49 when I decided I wanted to do this. And while working on the book, I met um, a local magazine publisher and she said, I would love for you to write an article for me for my magazine, which came out every other month. And she said, I'll put your picture in and I'll give you your own column, but I can't pay you. And so for almost two years, I wrote articles for her. But what I learned how to write better. I learned, um, I established myself as a writer and as somebody that knew about home construction and all of that helped me to finally get my book published so it was total tenacity hard work and just not taking no for an answer um, when i had to do a proposal the first proposal there's a very formal format for 
a proposal. So I joined a women's group locally. Um, they hooked me up with a woman who specializes in doing proposals and I paid her and she helped me to establish a proposal that was professional. And actually she's still my friend today. So I've made a lot of contacts along the way that have helped me and I just kept um, doing everything I had to do to be successful and get that book published. And um, it was a difficult path. Very often I get a call from somebody that knows somebody and they say, well, can you tell me how I can get my book published? And they're really hoping that I say, well, you take a pill and the book's <laughs> going to get published next week. Right. That, that, there's magic involved, right? right? But that's not the case. I mean, it's, I had no experience. I had no platform uh, initially for writing about home construction. And so uh, in order to do that, I had to go through a lot of steps, but I got my first book published. And after that, it was a lot easier. I think um, that the keeping on keeping on is really the magic that is in the success you know people get very discouraged when they try new things if it doesn't you know make it right away but the truth is that there's no straight path to success it's very curvy it's up and down and all around and you have to be persistent when the challenges arise you know look at the possibilities in the challenge as opposed to being you know downtrodden it's well, really I, about mindset i sent out a million uh, letters to agents um and i got a million rejections and i had an agent uh, i finally got an agent through a friend and she was totally incompetent and as a result i went online and found a publisher myself and got my book published. So there's always another way around it. I think that you need to be very tenacious as an author. It's very difficult because you're not punching a clock. Nobody's over you to tell you, you know, how long you need to work or whatever. Um, at one point, I think, you know, I wanted to get a famous actor as um, to do an, uh, a forward for my book. And mm -hmm. I've spent a lot of hours um, sending different things to his agency and got no response. And finally, I just took another path and went through um, one of his contacts at a television station and I got him to do the forward and did several after that. So it's Can you share his name with us? Robert Redford? Yes, Robert Redford. How amazing was that and you tried really hard wasn't getting anywhere figured out a different way until you got where you wanted to go and so, he turned out to be this terrific guy he endorsed several of my books um uh really gave me a lot of confidence more than anything i think he gave me moral support and um it was a real boost to me but it didn't come easy so I would say that nothing that I've done in this field has been easy. Well, I don't think anything worthwhile is easy. You know, mm -hmm. whether you're trying to lose weight or make a business or, you know, become rich, whatever your goals are, it's never 
an easy path. It was easy, you know, you would have done it years ago. It's not easy. Um, so you have to just stick with it and keep working at it until, you, like I said, and like you said, overcome the challenges that arrive and know that's part of the process mm -hmm. and that that's, you need to expect that and know that the more no's you get, the closer you are to the yes. Right. So what have you discovered is the best thing about being a woman over 50? Well, I think, I think there are a lot of difficulties, um, you know, getting older, especially in today's society. But I think there's also some good things. I think if you have children, your children are getting older, so you can have more independence. And I think that over time, hopefully you've established some confidence in yourself, which allows you to do things that you might not have tried when you were younger. So you're more comfortable in your own skin. Right. And you also establish relationships that are very helpful, both socially and professionally. So I think those are some of the things that help you to be happy and move forward when you get a little bit older. So if you were to say that you had three superpowers that you definitely didn't have in your 20s that you have now, what would they be? I guess the biggest thing is confidence. Um, I grew up in a home where there was no confidence and um, perhaps the thing that helped me to be as successful as I have been is because my parents didn't value me all that much and didn't have, and had very low expectations. So I guess my attitude all these years has been, yes, I can. And so I think confidence is a big thing. I think also connections to many people. I've made social and professional connections that have been um, particularly um, advantageous and have helped me move ahead. And I think that when you get a little bit older, you start to focus on the things that really matter more. And I think that that's something that some young people don't understand. I know I have friends that their children are looking for very large houses. Um, and I say, you know, in 10 years from now, your kids are going to be in school and they're not going to be around so much and you're not going to need such a big house and you're not going to want to spend so much time maintaining the house and uh, paying all those high electric bills. Um, but that's something that comes with experience. And a lot of the people I know are, are happy for smaller things without um, having these huge uh, desires that are difficult to attain. That's true. I think that um, we're always striving for more and better. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we really need to sit where we are at the moment and really enjoy just being. And I think that's a big thing that we learn as we get older is mm -hmm. that you know, the striving is interesting. I mean, that's always fun to do the striving and I, I get that, but it's also really important to appreciate where you are in life at the moment that you are, because if you don't, then you're never going to be happy. You're always going to look somewhere else for happiness rather than be happy where you are now. So I, you're right. There's a, combination of both that needs to happen in someone's life 
And I think that our our age, when you know all of the sh the big striving is behind us, we can really sit and be and enjoy mm -hmm. ourselves and our lives the way they are now. Mm -hmm. So it, let me ask you this: Is there a woman over fifty that inspires you, that has inspired you in your life? Somebody that you would say is an idol that you look up to? Yeah. Um, go ahead. Um, actually, there's a lot of women. I think the great thing is that when I was a kid, um, older women were housewives and they weren't doing such interesting things, a lot of them. But today, there are so many people that are older than I am that are so successful. And I guess the one that comes to mind the best is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I'd say probably a lot of people think of her as their idol. I mean, here she is. She's gone through all kinds of physical uh, problems and, and she has eight and she's quite old, but she carries on and she still goes. And I heard she just did a, um, a wedding last weekend and um, she just moves on and through a lot of um, trials and tribulations. So I have great respect for her. But then there's people like uh, Diane Keaton, who's still acting. She's a bit older than I am, and she still looks great. I've met her, actually, and, um, and she's still making movies. And I think it, those kinds of people, they are not stifled by age. They just keep moving ahead and doing great things. My favorite, um, my idol for most of my life has been gold in my hair. Mm -hmm. I, um, for those of you who may not remember, she was the prime minister of Israel for many years and um, she helped make the state of Israel. That's a big accomplishment of hers that she helped raise money and um, had political influence and helped other nations to recognize Israel and she was, made a very big difference and she did it into you know her late years I mean mm -hmm. she wasn't so concerned with how she looked as how she lived her life I mean she had gray hair that she never she probably never put curlers in or blow dried or never wore makeup not that type of person mm -hmm. but she was one of the single biggest influencers in the world at the time that she was alive that's very true i second that she was an amazing human being there's a book you can read that's her um biography and obviously it's called golden my ear that's mm -hmm. worth reading for those of you who haven't and it's exciting to see women um whom like you said like ruth bader ginsburg who makes such a difference in the world and impact the world in such a profound way you know one of the things that um that i believe is that even though people think that women over a certain age are no longer relevant um, the truth of the matter is we are the biggest growing segment in the country and we have a lot of clout. And if we work together, we can make this world be what it needs to be if we aspire to that and we participate in that. And sometimes it's just the way we live our lives. If we live our lives in a way that's vibrant, exciting, and, and, um, inspires others, I think that we can really change the way the narrative in the world and the way people look at um, 
people like us. Mm -hmm. So yeah. anything else that you would like to share with us with, um, about being over 50 that um, is kind of a surprise to you that you didn't expect, but it has been a good surprise? No, but I did want to say that you are also an inspiration because you've had a lot of problems and you have also overcome them and you have uh, done something that a lot of other people have not been able to. Lots of people have tried to start consulting businesses and they haven't done it and haven't been successful at it. And you continually reinvent yourself and do all these great things. So you know applause to you for actually um doing this new thing and the and i'm sure it's going to be a success because everything else that you've done you've made a success well thank you that's very kind of you i appreciate that so if people want to find out more about your books and and where to purchase them what's the name of your website Okay, so they can check my website, which is www.sherrykounis.com. -E and all my books are listed there. And my books are available in all local and bookstores and chains, as well as online, of course. Well, that's great. I am so happy that you were on our show. You were actually the first podcast that we are doing. So it's exciting to have you here. And I think that uh, your contributions have been wonderful. And I think people will enjoy hearing about them. Okay. And for those ladies who are um, tuning in, you can look us up on our website at forwomenover50.com or you can join our Facebook group also called For Women Over 50. And thank you for being here. Have a wonderful day and speak to you soon.